Hello, my name is Chloe Tonus, and welcome to this week's episode of Bite-Sized Cybercrime, the podcast where we cover news of cybercrimes and vulnerabilities that can lead to these crimes. This week we're going to be discussing a vulnerability that dropped, well, last week, but it's still a pretty big story that potentially affects you and your wallet. Of all the sites we want to stay secure, websites that involve e-commerce are probably pretty high up on that list. After all, a lot of people put credit card or debit card information into those sites, not to mention their addresses, which is definitely not the kind of information we want stolen. PrestaShop is an e-commerce platform and is the leading open source e-commerce solution in both Europe and Latin America, but it's also widely used in the United States as well. PrestaShop is used by over 300,000 sellers online, which is no small figure. Being open source, PrestaShop allows owners to modify the code or hire a developer to do so, making it a super flexible tool for the needs of businesses of any size. It's also free to download, which makes it an appealing option on its own. One major benefit of open source is that if anyone can see the code, that means anyone can readily check for vulnerabilities and even remove them. However, like any software, open source software is still able to be hit by zero-day vulnerabilities. A zero-day vulnerability is one not previously known about before it was exploited, and because it's unknown, it will not be immediately patched out. Zero days are part of the reason updating software is so important as soon as an update rolls out. I'm sure you can gather what exactly is going on here with the information I just gave you. A zero-day vulnerability happened to PrestaShop, which they announced on July 22nd, 2022, when they sent out an urgent message, warning the admins of the 300,000 online shops that they are vulnerable to an SQL injection and should review their security immediately. An SQL injection is a pretty classic type of vulnerability. SQL is a programming language used to interact with databases in order to query data. And an SQL injection occurs when a hacker injects their own SQL code in order to query the data. When you sign up for a website, your data is added to that website. However, if you insert SQL code into that sign-in page, you may be able to mess with the database a little bit if there is not appropriate content filtering on the Surface web page. Even though the vulnerability was announced on July 22nd, it was detected before in the wild, and I'll elaborate on that in a minute. According to PrestaShop, the latest version of the software is free of this vulnerability, but... Well, let's face it, a lot of people use old software all the time, especially if updating it could cause downtime that would inconvenience customers. And especially if that Windows update is coming at a time when you're in the middle of something, so you just delay it for four hours every single time it comes up. Even though the initial vector for this attack is an SQL injection, it is pretty different than the classic examples of SQL injections, such as stealing information from databases. Let's go through how this one works. The attacker submits something called a POST request in a field going into the database, which is how the SQL behind the scenes can be accessed. A POST request is a request that basically just allows you to give a web server information. When you make an account, you give a web server a username and a password. That's a POST request. Of course, in this case, and in many other attacks, POST requests can be abused. One second after the POST request is submitted, the attacker submits a GET request, which is the opposite of a POST request. It allows you to get data from a web server. If you're downloading a game from Steam, that would be a GET request. This GET request has no parameters, which results in a file being created called blm.php at the root of the shop's directory. The root, of course, allowing the attacker full access to execute any code they want. Then, the attacker makes another GET request to actually grab that file that was made so they can execute commands. 
So yes, this went from an SQL injection to something called remote command execution, or remote code execution, or remote code injection. Same thing. No matter what you call it, this type of attack allows someone who is not authorized to execute commands remotely. And this allows them a lot of access to poke around at things they are not supposed to poke around with. Or to even edit the content of a website. Which is exactly what we've seen happening in the wild so far. The most common way this zero-day vulnerability has been exploited was to create a fake payment page in which customers can input their information as normal, not knowing that it was sent right to a hacker and not their favorite small business. Of course, since you can do this vulnerability to do many things, hackers can also simply plant other malicious code, modify other parts of the shop to sabotage it, and even clean up any evidence they had even touched the web page. Even though PrestaShop alerted users to this vulnerability, they did not state how many shops had already been affected, nor which shops, which it's the responsibility of any shops to come forward if this vulnerability had been exploited against them, and if any data had been stolen from users. So how do you prevent this? Thankfully, despite it being a zero-day vulnerability, simply updating to the latest version of PrestaShop means you're safe. If you need to keep using an old version, however, you can physically disable a MySQL version called SmartyCache. It's disabled by default, but it can be enabled remotely by an attacker. PrestaShop included instructions on their website on how to do this, and I've linked that page in my sources paste. If you're a shop owner and unsure whether or not you've been affected, look at the access logs of your shop for unusual requests. Exact examples are provided in the same PrestaShop article I mentioned previously, so you know what to look for. But it may not be accurate for all cases of this vulnerability. So a third-party security audit may be required. As I mentioned before, currently it's unknown how many shops or even which shops were affected, but it's possible we will be hearing about breaches in the future, especially if shops remain unpatched. If you purchase from a business and know they use PrestaShop, keep an eye out on your credit card activity for transactions you didn't make. One thing I've done is set up notifications on my bank app to notify me every time my card is used, so if there's an unauthorized transaction, I know about it immediately. Setting this up will vary depending on your bank, but look through alert and notification settings to see if it's possible. It may be annoying, but it's better to be safe, and it does make me more conscious of my spending as well, which is maybe a good unintended side effect. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite-Sized Cybercrime, and I would like to thank PrestaShop for being open about this vulnerability and taking action to help shop owners prevent it from being exploited. I would also like to extend my thanks to the Hacker News and Security Week for covering this story, as well as the Malwarebytes blog. That's all I have for you this week. My name is Chloe Tonus, and until next time, install that software patch and stay secure!